these for? <laughs> That's poor in case you chip the wood. You just draw it in? Yeah, you do. You literally draw it right in. I've seen it all. I'm sitting You're here ready to go. get through one fucking opening clean. I was going to stay quiet, and then I looked to my right, and it looks like Dave's got a big pack of magic markers. Yes. But they're all, they look like. They're all brown. Yeah. <laughs> they look like uh, the lollipops you get at Seize Candy. Yeah. They're all different colors. Good call. Right? You got caramel, you got dark chocolate, you got regular chocolate. You got milk chocolate. And then you got milk chocolate. And I go, what the fuck are these? Okay. <laughs> what are you doing out here? You coloring? Growing up coloring book. Well, we have two couches in here, and you got a you have a coffee table that's wood. Yeah. And so you, what you do is if you chip it, you just take that marker right there and you color it right in. God damn! Don't See? think of anything. Yeah, I like it. How about that? What's up, buddy boy? <laughs> What's up, buddy boy? Well, I got a bunch of things for you. I got baseball okay. stuff for you. I got radio show stuff for you. I got a bunch of things. What direction do you want to go? Let's start radio. It's always fun. Okay. Well, you told me last night. Before we signed yeah. off, remind me of DSC. Boy, that show is shit. <laughs> that show has gone to complete shit. And I'm sorry. I like those guys. Those guys have been good to us. Holy fuck, are they mailing it in? Really? And they should be embarrassed. Yeah, they just got a new deal. New building, the whole deal going back to 101.5. Such a huge, uh, I guess, negotiation that they left, you know, KFMB. I challenge anybody in that building to tell me I'm fucking wrong because I'm not. How would you I'm feel not, if you're paying them then, if you feel like they're half-assing it? They're, they're totally half-assing it. Dave, here's, this has happened on two different occasions where they'll do this bit, and it's one of those things where Dave asks kind of a off-the-wall trivia, and their big fucking hook is, this is for one billion points. And then everybody goes, cookie! And they jump in, and now cookie's minus 10 billion. <laughs> right? They do all this shit. <laughs> Here's the problem. I drive to Carlsbad yeah. every day. I've heard the bit two different times running from Lucadia Boulevard to Palomar Airport Road. Yeah. Already, that's too long for that bit to go. But then when I get off the freeway, I go and get a cup of coffee, and I'm reading the paper for 15 minutes, and I come back, and the bit is still fucking going? Wow. Still going on that? You win. <laughs> Holy fuck. Come on, man. Live up to the legacy. Live up to who maybe you are. Maybe they were never that good. Maybe, no, maybe you just be. thought they were good and they were never that good. Uh, like the Rich Brothers. Oh, you son of a bitch. I avoided the bait. I avoided the bait and you just did it. No, they, they are. But nobody in that building, because they're all a bunch of pussies, that's why I should run KGB, because I'd call him in and go, this shit, <laughs> fuck are you doing? That's funny. And well, you're better than that. Rickards yeah, and, and Cookie. There's nothing worse you can say to somebody than you're better than that. I say it to well, umpires all the time. I'll tell you the other problem with that fucking show. The girls that they have on bring nothing to the table. They bring absolutely nothing to the table. There's nothing compelling about either one of them. There's nothing fucking interesting about either one of them. And if Dave doesn't fucking see it, then he's blind as a fucking bat. So he just straight out cash and checks, you feel? I mean, I, here, let me ask you a couple things about that bad. show. Because a couple things in radio I always wonder about. One is I always go, when does the voice go? Because like when you turn to a, a Don Imus or you turn into even Hacksaw. You know, Hacksaw had it where his voice wasn't the same anymore. And the voice starts yeah. to go and you throw, you know, as Howard Stern always says, the timba. You know, once, yeah. the, once it starts to go... You get a little bit nervous, but then you go, you hit also hit a point where do you make a certain amount of money 
where it's not important to work yep. anymore because you have FU money and it's not worth the busting your ass at late at night or on the weekends to get ready for a great show. And then at the same time, do you just go, eh, until we get fired, we're just going to keep doing this? Well, I, I don't know too many people locally better than Dave. Yeah, no, great guy. There's nothing no, to talk about. No, but I mean, yeah. at what he does. Yeah, dude, he was great at it for and, at least 25 years, right? And, 30 and, years? And Cookie, the same way. Yep. Uh, Boyer is a four that they've shoved into a three, meaning you, yeah. are, you are really, really good in a second support role, and it's just not working. It's just not working. And I don't know what happened, but they better fucking... Look, nobody over there is going to say anything, and they'll continue to to draw ratings, which is fine. But I'm just telling them as somebody who grew up with that show, who likes all of them, who appreciates having them as friends, that that's, you're fucking mailing it in, and you need to be called out. And if they got a fucking problem, call me. Explain to me how you run the same fucking bit for 25 minutes. Come on. Holy shit. <laughs> And it's boring. The Don't, bit's boring. Nobody gives a fuck who knows what in trivia. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody cares that you know the fucking uh, state capital of New Mexico. <laughs> fuck off. You asshole. You dick. New Mexico, not really new. Not really Mexico. Yeah, you win. Oh, God. I'm like, fuck. Such horse shit. And I guarantee you their loser sales staff is just lined up to jerk them off in the hallway. <laughs> But if they're honest with themselves, they know I'm right. What's the lineup? I don't even know the lineup. Honestly, God, I haven't heard them one time on 101.5. At, at KGB? I haven't. And uh, I, again, nothing against them. It's just a, I said it to you about a year ago. I'm really surprised that the classic rock format continues to work. Because you got to think, eventually people age out. Yeah. You know? And yeah. not saying I'm not a fan of, of a lot of the music, but at the same time, I was like, how many times can I hear the same fucking songs for 40 years? You don't like hearing Boston? <sighs> no. You know, like hearing, uh, who else you got in there? Steel Dragon? Oh, wait, no, that was... Steely Dan? No. No. Who was Mark, Wahlber who was Mark Wahlberg's band in Rockstar? Oh, Weren't they funny. Steel Dragon? That's funny. We all I, I thought young. you were going Mark Wahlberg and Boogie Nights. No, but anyways, it just, it fucking, because I want to hear guys that are really good. Okay, and who's really good in San Diego right now? Uh, nobody. Uh, yes, well, uh, do you stay around for War of the Roses? No, fuck. I Again, you like everybody. Yeah, I do. You do. You like Jagger and Christie. You like Dave, Shelley, and Chainsaw. AJ, fucking great yeah, dude. All good dudes. Yeah. But I was but saying, who do you who do you like locally that you go, that's Must great. radio? Everybody, it's funny you say this. I flipped the radio on locally today. Normally, I'm, I'm a satellite guy. Today, I flipped it on locally, and I was trying to think in my mind, is it bad, Jeff, or is it that it's going into the holidays, the end of the year, and people are tired and they're exhausted and they're looking toward their last couple weeks of vacation. You lost a fucking son a month ago. And, so and they're <laughs> crying that they got to do one more fucking live read. Yes. You goddamn, you know the word I want to call you all, and I can't. I listened to Darren and Scott on a crossover today. How is that? Now, that I always like because Kaplan just fucking, Kaplan, Kaplan's good. Darren's good. Uh, it's, it's fine, but I was thinking FM. Like I like okay. those guys because well, AM radio sounds really bad. It just does. AM AM radio, yeah. the signal just sounds bad. We're used to better quality than what AM radio gives us now. Between FM and satellite and everything else, you realize that it just sounds bad to broadcast anything, especially talk on AM radio the way we're used to having it in the past. But 
things are so much clearer now. You realize you notice the difference. Like it's like an HD TV compared to a regular TV, standard def. Yeah. So uh, it's funny. Darren's such a funny guy because he Scott asks him, "Did you watch the Charger game?" And he goes, "I didn't see the game yesterday. I, I, it wasn't on where I was at." And now I'm like, well, where the fuck were you that it's so secretive? He was in Nashville. And then he said it. He, if Scott said it, well, where, the, where were you? Like, <laughs> fucking you work for the CIA on the weekends, you asshole? Why couldn't he say I was in Nashville? It wasn't yeah. on. And he goes, I was in Nashville. Which is funny, because my son was in Nashville yesterday. Yeah. And he goes, he's full of shit. I was in a bar, and I watched the tra- whole Charger game in Nashville. And he goes, it was on TV in Nashville. What are you talking about? Well, so he, he may have been at the Ryman. Oh, my God. So it, Seeing it, it, Chris Stapleton. But I'm like, why did it take two minutes to get but, to you're in Nashville? What's the fucking secret? But, okay, but that that you just heard right there, I like that. Yeah, because you and, know Darren, and he's no, crazy. Darren is crazy, but I love Kaplan because I bet Kaplan lost his shit. No, he just like moved on. But I guarantee he rolled his eyes like... What well, the fuck? Why do you just waste two minutes of that bullshit? I like those. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I was thinking you were talking FM. I like those guys. Uh, I love my boy Stevie Woods. That's my guy. Um, Woods, to me, should be on KGB. Yes, that's a good call. Woods should be on KGB, and Woods should be afternoon drive on KGB, playing music, telling stories, and and doing his shit, and being an FM jock personality. That's where he should be because there's not many guys locally that could carry on that brand. Bob and Co. don't do it for me. No. Great people. What time are they on? One to ten. I don't know. One to ten? They're working a nine-hour shift? I think so. Sunday overnight. I don't know what the fuck. (laughs) One to ten. I think they're on with Gabriel Wisdom. Pete and Point Lomo will be the only guy who gets that fucking. When reference. did Woodsy get that job over at 1090? Was it this year? It was this year, right? Right around the time his son was there. born. His son was born in February. Yeah, I think he's been there about a year. Has it been a year already? Yeah, I think he's. Yeah, I think it's okay. been about a year. I thought for some reason I thought he got hired this year. Now, when did that asshole Cilio leave? God, ninety-seven-three, like zero, zero ripple. In this market, I think right now they're getting their points because I think they're up to like a point nine, not even a point, but they're For like what? I think it's they're right here. We're watching Monday Night Football on TV. Oh. Do you remember thirteen sixty used to get a bump when they had yeah. Sunday, Monday, and Thursday Night Football? Yeah, ninety seven three has those games. I could see that. Yeah, okay. I think that's where the ripples coming from. But it's there, there's nothing going on. I mean, the rumor is there's a new. They're looking for a midday show. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going for Rome, oh, looking for midday. Then you what go to Ella and Gwyn. Who the fuck's going to be the midday show there? Who's I left? I have no idea. Who they left. got left? But my my point was with with Steve Woods and Ben. Yeah, I, Woods is a great guy. Obviously, he's one of our closest friends. Ben's Ben's fine. My, but there's my thing with Ben. He's not entertaining for me in the morning. I want to be entertained. If I go to work in the morning and I flip the radio on, I want to be entertained. I think that's what most people are used to. In morning radio, even the Rich Brothers back in the day were entertaining. That's why people flipped them over. Or Jeff and Jer, it was entertaining. Dave Shelley and Chance, I used to be entertaining. That's what we used to say all the time. When you do morning radio, you can't have a bad day in your personal life and share it on the air. Nobody wants to hear it because they're going to their shitty jobs. Well, what you're hearing, though, is, and and not so much with Ben and Woods, but what you're hearing on Dave Shelley and Chainsaw, what you heard when Jerry left Jeff and Jarrah, there are a lot of fucking weak links in, in local San Diego radio. And whether any of them want to fucking admit it, uh, who gives a shit? Really, I mean, who gives a shit? Um, but 
that's why I think, you know, the the difference between the two um, dynamics between the AM and FM, in my very educated, very well thought out opinion, is that Darren, I will sometimes set my lunch to head out at noon because I want to hear Darren start his show. That's yeah. a tribute to him. I, I like him. He's compelling. He's a buddy of mine. You know what he is? He's in the right time slot. You see what I'm saying? He belongs there in that spot. Darren's not a morning guy. No, 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 not a yeah, morning that's guy. That's what I'm saying. He's in the right spot where a lot of these radio guys, I think Jeff, honestly, are just in the wrong time spots. But, but Ben Higgins, to me, is in the wrong time slot. Not saying Ben's terrible. He's just in the wrong spot. Ben would be a great night guy. Ben would be a night guy. I would like to hear Ben at night, 7 to 10, dealing with every fucking maniac calling in on 1090. Because I think Ben uh, would run it great. But... To me, Woods, Woods is one of those guys, and we don't have a lot of them left. That's a really talented FM morning jock. guy. He could be a morning guy, though. Yeah, he belongs in mornings. Ben belongs at night. Yeah, but but Steve, not a Max FM. No, playing that horseshit super tramp music, whatever the fuck they stick in playing on the weekends. Oh, I hate that shit. It's so boring. Got enough with fucking Asia. Hey, maybe we can play Journey one more time, Shep, you little fucking midget. <laughs> I don't think you can say midget anymore. I can't. <laughs> My apologies, you little dwarf. Sticky upside down a trash can. Yeah, it's just, he's just, he's a wasted talent. Wasted talent. That's it. I, I hear it. You go, fuck, that guy. Yeah, I should be his agent. Because I'd go in there and I'd just shove somebody. <laughs> But, uh, just poke him in the chest. Yeah, be like, we're gonna move this guy over. But anyways, fuck it, I don't care. We're we're such a lazy market. We are. We're lazy in a lot of the things we do. And yeah, Cap keeps it moving. Darren keeps it moving. I do think Steve and Ben are trying. They are trying to do different. I mean, they're much. But Nick screams at me. I can't listen to Hardwick. And again, everybody in that their management team can't wait to jerk Nick off. So nobody's gonna say stop yelling. You're worse than Tatino. Tell Tatino stop yelling at me for fuck's sake. Stop yelling. <laughs> it's not 1967. What the fuck are you doing? Just in case the Hindenburg comes back. Oh my god. Yeah, but but oh that's my gosh. it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Going back to what you originally said, mm -hmm. when you look at radio in San Diego and things don't change. Jagger and Christie wore the roses. Are fake have, bit have taken over the the Jeff and Jared guys, right? That audience. They've yeah. taken over the soccer moms. Yeah. And they found their it's niche. It's a safe show. It's a safe show. They found their niche. Boom. Yeah. Uh, so many people to me just seem like they're either in the wrong time slot or, or can't do it. Yeah. The problem is, uh, I, again, just my belief, Jagger to me is one of the best guys that ever came through this market. Really. In my personal opinion, guys that I met, guys I watched, he's in my top 10. He's really that talented. But the way that show's formatted is it's a soccer mom show. Yep. And when you are a really, really talented FM jock, like an impactful guy, fuck, man, he's lived a great life. He'd be like, fuck it, who cares? But just as a radio guy and watching him and see what he does, Jagger's fucking easily in my top 10. When that guy came to town, uh, Tracy Johnson, who, again, one of the most brilliant outside mind just taking you behind the curtains a little bit he was 
fill in the blank, right? Yeah. He's He was the Theo Epstein of San Diego Radio, the guy who brought Jingle Ball here, the guy who did everything as far as Star, made Star such a dominant station here in the 90s and early 2000s. It was Tracy Johnson. And when he brought Mark here and did this bit as Pirate Boy, where Jagger busted in and broke in on my poor buddy Tom Russell, who had to sit there and act like his show was being overtaken from Pirate Radio. But Mark was so goddamn good. Yeah. And he's still good. I'm not saying Mark's lost anything off the fastball. It's just a different show. It's formatted different. What the fuck do I know? But I'm just looking at it, Dave. And you go, look, the guy's a gold glove third baseman, and you have him DHing. You go, yeah, you just kind of, all right, maybe it works for him. Like I said, they've lived a good life. They've been consistent in the market. They've been there. Fuck, I've been, I bet they've been there 19 years, cashing a check. And, and Christy is fucking as sweet a person as you're ever going to meet. So, yeah, good on them. I love those two. They're good people. You know, they say the lowest form of conversation is remember when. You know, you've uh, heard that a bunch of times, right? Yeah. We do remember when a lot in this town. We, we yeah. do. We do a lot. And especially every Sunday with the Chargers, we do it all the time. People are still going ape shit. Oh, Kaplan God. talked about it a little bit today. That uh, fucking guy tags me in one more Charger post where I get 10,000 fucking tweets. So I'm just going to block him. You're not going to block him. I just said I am. I'm going to block him. Yeah. No, you aren't going to block Kaplan. Stop tagging me. I don't care. <laughs> I don't fucking care about the Chargers. But we, I didn't care about them when they were here. I sure as fuck don't care about them. And then I got every dipshit in this town <laughs> sending me tweets with their two cents on a fucking topic they know nothing about. That's what goes on. It goes on all the time. I think people yeah. really do forget what happened the last three years or so. Intentionally, they forget. That people weren't filling up the queue with just Charger fans. There are a lot of goddamn Bronco, Chiefs, Steelers, you name the team, everyone outside... The Tennessee Titans fan base filled that thing up like you wouldn't believe. But yeah. people want to believe, oh, man, it was just like the good old days. It was like, what, what days were those? Because we covered that team a yeah, long we time. Yeah, we were there every time. <laughs> yeah, we were every there. weekend, we were there. Yeah, and guess what? There was always a tremendous amount of people from the other team there. But it, anyway, it's so exhausting yeah. to sit there and go through it. Now you're sitting there dealing with this thing with San Diego State and your measure G yeah. and all the headaches that are already coming there. We cannot get out of the way, just like nope. you said three years ago. This town can't get out of the way. No. You've said it a hundred times. I sat there and listened to you say it a hundred times. Yeah. And now over and over again, good luck. Good luck for everybody that voted on your well, measure G and, and how, what's going to happen with the land and all the lawsuits that are about to start up right now. Well, I, I mentioned it with Woods because it was funny because I saw Steve today got the tweet. Well, if you don't like it here, Woods, you can leave. I love that. Uh, all right. That solves the yeah. fucking problem. <laughs> okay. That's it. Woods yeah. leaves. Is San Diego better? Yeah. As soon as he yeah. leaves, the stadium gets built, the NFL comes back, and so's the NBA. But let's help him. I mean, holy cow. No, it's unbelievable. All right, what else you got? You can go ahead and leave. All right, well, now i got to sit there because you and I are getting getting texts. But, okay, so here's the question I asked yesterday. I love this. Somebody lost their shit on me, really pissed off about it. But now, remember, I asked this question. I didn't say uh -huh. I knew the answer. And the story I brought up on the podcast yesterday was I was told I had an uncle in the Navy in World War II okay. that got sick on a Navy ship, went to go throw up on the side of the ship, fell over. Yeah. And the tradition of the Navy is, fuck it. Well, We're they gonna... didn't go get him, did they? <laughs> no, they did not go back and get him. Where the fuck's he? That's it. Waiting for Celine Dion? 
Game's looking over, for, Johnny. Looking for a big door to lay yeah, on top of. Game's you. fucking over. Okay. And, and you're right. They didn't go back and get and him. You know That's what? a good point. Here's what's really great about all these uh, keyboard tough guys. They just ignore the fact that not only did you lose a father this year and lost a son, you just found out tragically how you lost an uncle. Yeah. How much can one guy take emotionally? But now all these fucking guys are going to jump on. Yeah, you want to hear the story real quick about this guy? Not only does he fall they over the boat. They were in the, the fucking merchant marines, these guys, calling you out, Dave. Listen, <laughs> listen to this. The guy falls over the boat while his wife is pregnant with his son, who, who by the way, just died two How weeks ago. How high is the rail? The well, rails are like seven feet. It's like the old days at Qualcomm, where you just f- flip right over. Boom, down you go. I don't know what to tell you. Carrying a couple sprites, and you flip right out of the press box. Oh, shit. We've seen it. Look, so <laughs> here's the deal. This guy flips over the railing while his wife is at home pregnant. Yeah. That her, his son ended up burning up alive in Paradise, California in his bed. God damn. You know, talk about a bad life. So this question was, I didn't know the answer. I said, we're going to throw it out there to Sounded you. Sounded like you did. You were pretty confident. I guess so, because I got yelled at for big yeah, time yeah. today. Well, guess what? I just got a message right now. I get the same message. I'm going to read it. Go ahead. And I'm not going to say any names. Yeah, don't say the name. If you fall off the side of a ship, you're fucked. <laughs> They'll turn that big boat around, look for a couple hours so they can tell your parents they tried desperately to find you, but that ocean is way bigger than your small bobbin head. They'll never find anybody. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I know people that had been on missions where they were looking for men that had gone overboard, and every time... They were asked what you saw. I said, I saw a bunch of fucking water because that's all you see. The moral of the story, stay away from the side of the ship, you fucking dick. There you go. Yeah. See? Especially when nobody knows you fell over, asshole. Exactly. God damn it. Natalie Wood's like, I 100% agree with that Absolutely. story. Absolutely. I put that parka on to go out to the dinghy. God damn it. You know, can you? fuckers realize what dave's been through please the loss of a son a father now he finds out his uncle yes who is an american patriot yes veterans day veterans day fucking died in world war ii yeah no he didn't die in service and i said he died yes he did technically he did he He just had slippery shoes he was in he was wearing a uniform when he died during world war ii he sure did how do we know he was going to be fucking octopus food, huh? But now all of a sudden, that's Dave's fault? That makes Dave a communist? Yeah. Good point. Good point. That makes Dave a Marxist? <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what I've told a lot of people in the last two weeks. You go stand over in the corner behind the recycling bin and find something to do with your little fist. <laughs> go by the hat behind the couch and drink off. So you said last night, what the hell? <laughs> My kid asked me, what the hell was Jeff thinking right there? I don't know. I even stopped him when he said it. Not, hey, not me. I thought it was great. Now, I was excited for a couple of people that said, no, if you fall over, we're going to find you. They're not going to no, find you. I love it. I love right there. We got an answer, and I'm getting yelled at. I don't know why I would get yelled at when I literally asked a question. God, I wasn't goofing dude. on the Navy. Yeah, i tell you what. If we raised that question about the Coast Guard, they'd have compassion. Yes. Maybe a lot of you guys should look yourself in the mirror. Okay, not our fault you lose to Army every year. 
I don't even know. Did they lose to Army? <laughs> they did lose to Army last oh, year. Oh no! I think. Usually they don't. They haven't lost to Army in a long time. I think they did lose. They came here and got their ass kicked against Notre Dame. Ah, shit. What do you? We gonna- love all of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, don't bring up questions. Questioning, Dave. Maybe it's on you. Okay. I guess so. Everything's on me. You questioned if they would leave a man behind. Yes. You just acted like now we got to go. We got theater tickets. That's basically how, how they say it goes. Guy <laughs> just gargling yeah, they, no ocean water. You guys see him? Nope. Nope. Don't. All I know is I got a new footlocker. Because this asshole ain't coming back. Jesus. Oh, what's in here? Oh. Shoe polish? New issue of jugs? <laughs> Some dip? I don't know they had drugs in 1939. Oh, shit. <laughs> what do they got? Dolly Madison snack cakes? That's it. That That's is it. it right there. That's a good call. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. So that thing I was going to bring up to you, baseball, because as okay. we, we get excited, some of the guys are starting to change teams all of a sudden. All yep. right. Here we are. It's almost December, and guys are starting to change teams. The big names like the Machados and the Harpers will come a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you in a second where those guys are rumored to be going. Philadelphia. Philadelphia is what I said about Machado. Yeah. And still the rumor is uh, Machado to Philadelphia. I'll tell you Harper in a second. Anyway, Josh Donaldson. How about that shit? Yeah. <laughs> How about that? He's one of my least favorite guys in baseball. Because I think yeah. he has really has kind of hurt the game, especially the young kids that try and figure out Josh Donaldson's swing. Josh Donaldson signs with the Braves. Yeah. Ends up going going to Atlanta. Guy's a Southern guy. I went to Auburn University. But the move I want to ask you about is your twins. Okay. Your twins today signed C.J. Crone. Yeah. Okay, now here's what I can't understand. How is it that C.J. Crone was released or designated for assignment by the Rays when the guy hit two fifty three with 30 home runs? I have no idea. Tremendously better than he's ever done with the Angels. Yeah. Goes to the Rays, and again, 253, 30 home runs. I'll remind you, Hosmer at 253, 18 home runs. Yeah. Maybe he should be designated for assignment. <laughs> Move him out, too. Um, it was funny because following a lot of Twins people – on social media, they immediately said Logan Morrison 2.0, to which baseball insiders back there were like, look, dumbass, just because they both played for the Rays doesn't mean it's the same guy. Yes. Dave, I looked at that move. I don't know. I love that move for the Twins. I do, too. I think it's a steal. Yeah, but I don't know why he why he would have been released. Uh, 30 home run guy. Remember now, they got rid of Dickerson last year, too. The Rays do this all the time. Yeah, Yeah, they move guys out. Look, I don't think uh, I don't think he's hitting thirty bombs at Target Field, but Joe Mauer's out. You kind of needed somebody at first yeah. base, and now all of a sudden you get a guy off uh, off waivers. Works out great. It, it, but the, and here's the deal: exactly right. You get a guy on the cheap, right? Well, and Rocco Baldelli, who's the new manager That's of the right. Twins, was there. It's a good call. And saw it. So saw what he had. Saw what the guy was all about. And said, "Yeah." Get that sack of shit up here. We'll take him. <laughs> so the the other one is obviously we talk a lot in San Diego the last week or so about Noah Syndergaard. Uh huh. About a lot of people are excited about Noah Syndergaard. Right now it comes out there are more than half a dozen teams want Syndergaard. You know, the goddamn dog is a wreck my tonight. Dog is like diabetes. My dog drinks more water than any dog you've ever seen. Stinks it up. Stinks this place up. You all right over there, lady? <laughs> my God, you little barfly. Uh, did you see the deal that they were talking about? Go ahead, give it to me. To get Syndergaard? The deal that I saw 
was that Margot would be involved in a trade. Uh, one of the two catchers, either Hedges or Mejia, and then two pitching prospects. But probably maybe somebody like an Espinoza, maybe uh, a Mackenzie Gore. Yeah. One of those guys. If I'm the Mets, you're you not going to be asking pa- for Gore. You got to go Gore. None of the other guys are appealing. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to get Paddock. Doesn't sound like the pods will put Paddock in any deal. But for Syndergaard, holy shit, Dave. If you can get away, I'd move Margot tomorrow. What other team can Margot play for? There's not a team in baseball I think would take Margot. Then the Mets? God yeah. dang. I mean, seriously. The Mets need a catcher. So now it's, can you sell him on hedges? Oh, or, my goodness. Or do you go Mejia? But if you could go... Shit, man, if you could go... If I'm a Mets fan, I'm freaking out. Going, that is worse shit. I also saw uh, Reyes being talked about in one of these deals, like Reyes and Mejia. Uh, Mejia, and again, like a couple of mid-range pitchers, like a four-for-one deal. And they think the pods are right in the middle of it. Oh, my gosh. If I'm the Cubs, Syndergaard's the guy you've been waiting for. That's who the Cubs need. The Cubs need that big-time hammer number one pitcher. Yeah. I, I mean... Yeah, I mean, they feel like they still have something left in Leicester, right? Here you go. Here's another team out there that's heavily interested outside of the, the Padres, the Houston Astros. Mm. So you're gonna let Holy Dallas, shit. You're going to let Dallas Keuchel go. Imagine, though, if you have three guys in there. You have Verliner, you have Cole, you have Syndergaard. Pretty good God three guys, damn. dude. Pretty amazing. Huge. Huge. Yeah. I mean, you could you could mix those guys up any way you want, right? Like if the season – uh, baseball at the yeah. end of the season, you're trying to line it up because you want your your one, your two, your three. Holy fuck! You have those three. Three guys just throwing hammers. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you go any way you want. We you could go Verlander, Cole, Syndergaard. You could go two, three, one. You could go three, two, one. It's unbelievable. But I think the Pods got a legit shot at that. I think that'd be really. Do you really cool. think they have a legit shot, Dave? If that's right now, if you're going, look, there's no way I can't, I can't imagine they get him for that that little. If you're taking Margot, and you're taking Hedges, oh my dude, gosh. I think if I'm Hed- a Mets fan, I'm losing my mind that you're getting a Margot, and you're getting a couple of pitching prospects. Oh boy, yeah, I think you're. Uh, oh, who but else you, did I, mean, I talk about? Why, I, why they, wouldn't you? Okay, look, like let, Jacob Nix, they let, talked about. Let's say it came down to Paddock. How do you not throw Paddock in when you're talking against Syndergaard? Absolutely. And and you just go, fuck, man. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Kids kids outstanding. Lights out. But, yeah, if you're getting away for a fucking center fielder who can't hit. Yeah, a hit catcher 245 who can't last hit, year. Yeah. Yeah, a catcher who can't hit. And all of a sudden now you go, yeah, I got a chance. Holy shit. And if you can move Myers this offseason nice. too. God, just clear out some of this dead wood. To me, I look at those guys and you go, Deadwood. And the other thing that I feel like, Dave, with all yeah. those guys, I think there's nothing wrong with moving those guys because I think too many of those guys have grown accustomed to losing. Yeah, I think this manager's grown accustomed to losing, and I think too many guys on this current roster have grown accustomed to losing. I'm with you on that. And that's why I love the hiring. We haven't talked about it. Rod Barajas has been hired as the bench coach to replace Mark McGuire. Barajas had all these guys at El Paso, so he comes in, he knows them. You can say what you want. To me, he's the the old-school Brian Dutcher head coach in waiting because I think now you have your guy right there on staff who's kind of had, I get it, at AAA, but Barajas is used to winning. Yeah. Former catcher, one of these guys, again, like so many others that have had success, played that position, 
but I like it. But I think too many people on that current staff, players and coaches, have found it way too easy to lose, and I'm not sure they can turn the switch. And if I know it, oh, we go out every day looking to win. No, bullshit. Not when you give the ball to Brian Mitchell, don't, you fucking asshole. Don't call me a liar. I'll knock your fucking front tooth out. As long as you got Brian Mitchell on the staff, you're full of shit. Yeah, it's funny. I'm looking through the list right now of free agents. Chase Headley, available for you right now. What? There. It just it's that that was one of the craziest moves of all time. It just absolutely nuts right there. So uh, here we go. That we said before Machado to the Phillies. Uh-huh. That was the rumor everybody said was going to happen for a long time because the guys he knew so well in Baltimore now work for the Phillies. Okay. The guy that keeps saying Bryce Harper is going to be a Yankee. And I don't understand that one. The Cubs, I understood. Vegas mm-hmm. has them down to the Cubs. But to the Yankees, they're already paying Giancarlo Stanton $315 million. Yeah. You're going to give another $315 million or more to a guy like Bryce Harper? Well, Stanton can opt out after this year. Why would you? Uh, to go to L.A. and hope the Dodgers are going to pay me a shitload of money to go home and get me the fuck out of New York. Oh, my gosh. But I don't know that the Dodgers Dude, the guy DH kind of almost the whole time. I mean, is is he a quality outfielder? That's the thing. Would the Dodgers pay him? I don't know. The Dodgers say they aren't doing that anymore. No, it feels like with the Dodgers that they're going to try to be a little bit, I don't want to say more restricted financially, but just different financially. Look, the Yankees were different financially for the last seven yeah. years. Try to get things a little restructured, try to build within. Dave, I don't think that's a bad thing for the sport. I really don't. For Harper to go to New York, you mean? No, I just mean overall. If teams like the Yankees and the Dodgers and other teams all of a sudden go, you know what? Yeah, we're not going to worry about having a $300 million payroll. Yeah, yeah we'll still be 150 to 200 but we're going to try to cultivate new talent through the farm system. I'm with you. I think it's the greatest thing for the sport. Yeah, I, mean, I think it, I think it builds interest. The, for me, the interest in Padre baseball, the passion for Padre baseball, for a horseshit product, is as high right now. Looking ahead to the future, as I can remember, maybe going back to look ninety five through ninety nine was a very fun stretch because you felt like it was different though because you were trying to buy a pennant with yeah. trades that were made, free agents that were made. But that was an exciting time to be a Padre fan. But right now, when you look at the minor leagues, it's as exciting as I can ever remember. It's great. You know, right now you look John Carlos Stanton is looking back at his year to see where he's at because it showed so many of the games that he would strike out every single game. You know, like every at bat, every game. He actually finished with a decent year: thirty-eight home runs, a hundred runs knocked in. Yeah, okay. what he hit? Two sixty-six. Two sixty-six. So you look yeah. at a guy like Machado, who's looking for about four hundred million dollars. Hit mm-hmm. three hundred seven, thirty-seven home runs, one hundred and seven runs knocked in. So there's a there's a forty point difference in batting average. Yeah, but at the same time, that that's a shitload of money. It for the I don't think he finds that hardly anywhere else. I mean, the Red Sox won the World Series last year, and they had the highest payroll in baseball. It wasn't yeah. even close, actually. No, but it is funny how shit like you know, hey, that's not my you know, my MO Machado talking about hustling and how yeah. that's not who he is. 26 year old guy saying he can't hustle shit, man. And now he's, he's trying to mend that fence and, uh, it's tough to do tough to do. I mean, he's still ultimately going to get paid, but I don't know that he's going to have the market that he thought he was. I think some people are turned off by that day. People were turned off by the stepping on the foot till in the back of the uh-huh. heel. Also. Yeah. That is Bush league. Yeah. You start to wonder, you go, look, You've kind of been buried there in Baltimore, and you were able to do your thing, put your numbers up, quality player, but then we got there on the big stage, 
where we want to be yeah. if we're putting that kind of money into you. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. The I Dodgers say they have no interest in bringing him back. No. I believe that. Yeah. No, I believe that a lot. I think they're done with him. Ah, I love the hot stove league, yeah. though, man. It's so fun. Baseball is the best. It, it, it's funny how things change very quickly. That's one reason you have to can be concerned about the money you give to these guys. I'll give you an example. Uh-huh. There are two lefty relievers that are available this year okay. where two years ago you'd say that's the guy. Andrew Miller, 33 years old. That's it. Wow. Available. A lot of miles on that arm. A lot of miles on that arm. Right now, the Phillies and the Cardinals are the two teams interested in him. And Zach Britton. Two God years ago, dang, right? Was a unhittable. guy that was unhittable, right? Saw a young award guy. Yeah, Zach Britton. And then all of a sudden, here's a guy Nothing. right here, and there's no interest in him right now. Boy, if you're the pods. Can you get Zach Britton for nothing? You could. I think you could literally get him for, for like nothing. And at yeah. the same time, if you're the pods, I don't even think you need him. The one thing AJ's done is he's done a really good job with his bullpen year after year. Yeah, but you get Zach Britton, who a couple years ago was absolutely lights out. You get him for nothing, and now all of a sudden then you wheel him in July. Yeah, that's what that's what Billy Bean does all the time. Yeah, that's what he did when he had when he remember he signed Matt Holliday as a free agent. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, "What the hell?" Yeah, and then he turned around and dished him to St. Louis for four top prospects. Yeah, and then yeah, moves all these guys around. But I would I I love it. Yeah, I'm sure you check him. But God, Dave, I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe it's gone. Britton went through a lot. I mean, that arm broke down. Remember whatever it was two years ago on the DL back, very short stay in the majors and back to the DL shit, man. He, he, it caught up to him quickly. It did. It it absolutely did. It's uh, again, I'm with you. I love uh, all the talk in baseball as far as the excitement factor goes. And a lot of people, either you're a baseball fan or you aren't, it's weird how the sport is struggling a little bit right now. I think a lot of it has to do with its home run or nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think a lot of people like you and I are dire baseball fans. We're going to watch miserable Padre fans going to watch anything baseball. Those kind of guys. Stevie Woods will watch anything baseball. Mm-hmm. But then you have a lot of guys who are, who are turned off. The guys who are either on the fence or guys who just were never really into it aren't catching it the way even the NBA is right now. If you yeah. were a casual NBA fan a few years ago, all of a sudden you're really into the NBA right now. Well, I'll, I'll you, yeah, NBA is great. NHL is really good right now with with young guys, unless you're a Kings fan, they're horseshit. But, <laughs> but the NBA, you're right. The Wolves win again tonight. They're winning. And you have guys that all of a sudden, Dave, I, I follow the Wolves. Yes. Okay? Never paid attention to Dario Saric or Robert Covington, but two guys that come over in the Jimmy Butler trade. And all of a sudden now, I think that team's 7-2 uh, and two since the Butler trade, and they're a game under five hundred. And all of a sudden, they're feeling good about it. And guys like Covington, you go, fuck, plays great defense. And all of a sudden, that team that I watch. Yeah. But paying attention to the Lakers. The Clippers are the number one team in the West. How about that? Clippers and How Raptors. How that feel? How about the Clippers and Raptors? Yeah. I mean, that would be if you took the two number one seeds and meeting up, that's who you'd have in the finals. Shit. But it's fun. It's really, really fun. But look, it's, it's, I hate being this because I sound like Canapa right now. But if you look back at what the 98 pods were or the 84 pods, you had guys at the top of the lineup that would get on base, whether it was Wiggins and Gwynn or Kilvio Varis and Gwynn. And then you had guys that could move them around, whether it was Finley and Caminetti or Garvey and and Nettles and Kennedy, and that's how you won. Yes. And that was fun baseball. But right now, what you were saying, Dave, where it's 
you know, home run or strikeout. First time in baseball history where they had more strikeouts than hits this year. God. It kills the fans. Awful. Yeah. And they're too worried about, you know, pitch count or mound visits or anything else. Fuck, man, they can't figure it out. No, it's it's, uh, it's absolutely terrible for the sport right now, but... It's funny. I loved the stolen base when I was a kid. Me too. I loved watching Ricky Henderson, Tim Raines, Vince yep. Coleman, Willie McGee, those guys that could steal. Alan Wiggins here in San yeah. Diego. Even Tony Gwynn stole over 50 bases yeah. that year. You know, you sit and you go, man, you know, they're guys that get on base and now you got to pay attention. Mm-hmm. For some reason, man, they all fall for the stolen base as an overrated stat, which I don't understand. If you get in scoring position, a base hit scores you, also keeps you out of the double play. Yeah. And, and fuck, I'd love to see one team and – the shift. Learn how to fucking drag a bunt, do whatever we've talked about. Why is it okay to get a base hit against the shift, but not okay to bunt against the shift? I don't understand. I don't, it's the same It's the same outcome. Unwritten rules? Bullshit. Yeah, that's what it, it seems like. It changes everything. Did all 30 teams agree to unwritten rules that you can't bunt on the shift? It's, it's so stupid. I would do it every time. And remember for about, uh, and you and I, I feel like we've already used this analogy on the show, so I'm sorry if I'm rehashing it. But it reminds me of when the Wildcat was cool in the NFL and nobody could figure it out. And then all of a sudden they ran two or three different style defenses and the Wildcat went away. Yeah, no one's ever won a Super Bowl with the Wildcat. No. Drop three bunts down <laughs> down the third baseline. I don't give a shit who yeah. you are. And then they got to play you straight up and then all of a sudden the game gets exciting because you just open up the defense. Completely. Yeah. Yeah, you going to do that, Andy? <laughs> sure. Barajas will do it. Yeah, Barajas will do it. You little fella. <laughs> I will not use that word again. Are you disappointed Andy's back? Did you want to see him get fired? And uh, Yeah, Andy Green's never going to win with this team. Not going to win with Andy Green. I don't disagree with you. It's uh, it's Clay Helton coming back to USC. Yes. It's the same thing. You're not going to win. That's and they call. just prolong the inevitable. Figure it out. And and I saw Lynn Swan. Well, he Clay Helton won 21 games over two years, and, and I come from the Pittsburgh Steelers. We've had three coaches in 50 years, and we believe in continuity. Hey, Lynn, you know what I believe in? I believe in you shutting the fuck up. Because <laughs> they got run off the field. You got a girl's name, Lynn. Oh, now that. Yeah. We had a boss that had that, from what I remember. Somebody had a few drinks at a... Uh, at a Christmas party, yeah. and all of a sudden they got a few drinks and things got <laughs> crazy. Got a little bit crazy. Yeah. Now, and look, if Andy Green can win yeah. and get this team to a division, I'll have no problem saying I was 100% yeah. wrong. All I want is for the Padres, when Andy Green gets fired in July, to say they were 100% wrong. They won't do that. That's a bet no. I'll make with anybody over there. I met Lynn Swan when I was a kid once. Yeah? It did. You know who he was with? Uh, hang on, I'm going to get to okay. Lola Falana. No, more famous. More famous. Joey Hetherington. No, it's a guy, but more famous. Uh, Super uh, famous guy around 1982. Howard 81, Cosell. 82. Still right now more famous. Oh, shit. And I got both their autographs. Okay. I swear to God, if you tell me it's Burt Jones, I'm nope. tipping this table over. No, nope. more famous than Burt Jones, right sport. Right sport, more famous, 1982. Uh, I'm going to say Who's the most famous person in what from West LA? OJ Simpson OJ Simpson No kidding Where were they? There was a celebrity softball game at Roxbury Park Will you take your kids? Yes Yeah, will you take your kids at Roxbury Park? Man How about that shit? Were they nice? 
Lin Swan was the nicest guy in the world. And Lin yeah. Swan was, you know, big time. Yeah. OJ had an ego like you wouldn't believe. Every single OJ hit was a slicing. <laughs> you son of a you bitch. You son of a bitch. Oh, dirty. You dirty bastard. Oh, Jesus. One by a neck. <laughs> oh. You god damn it. Jesus. We got the Navy mad at us. <laughs> yeah, no, we got the, we got the little midgets. people mad at us. God. You've had a great night. <laughs> you got every radio host in town mad at you. Where was I wrong? You haven't been wrong all night. Yeah. I was most of the thing I've been offended by was when you call the people midgets. You're not I supposed know. to say midgets anymore. That, how come? I loved when I was a kid. Let me tell you this. Some of the greatest impacts of my life, guys yes. that I loved that had the heart of a lion and persevered, took pride in being called midget wrestlers. Yes. Little Tokyo. My son of a gun. That guy had a heart of somebody four times his size. Lord <laughs> Littlebrook. Yes. I watched get thrown back and forth between Blackjack Lands and Bobby Duncan. And you know what they did? They each headbutted him. Boom. You take him. Boom. You take him. Boom. Dave, they headbutted this poor fella 11 times. This poor fella. You know what? At that point, he didn't know if he was a midget or a giant. They headbutted the shit out of him. Okay, but guess what? Who wrote that in the script? Got some sick bastard. <laughs> but when they carted him out on his little stretcher, yeah, eleven-year-old me was there cheering him on. Come on! Now, I bet fifteen minutes later he popped right off that stretcher, <laughs> had himself a couple of doers, probably a couple of heaters, a couple of heaters. Went out, fucked a couple locals, and he was right back at it. But in the moment. When they were pitching him back and forth, like the egg toss, yes, and then headbutt him, bang! I didn't like it, but I'm the bad guy because it said in the Minneapolis Tribune, midget wrestling. Yes, I looked at it. I said, "These are heroes," but apparently not. <laughs> apparently not. I love Lord how I, Lord Littlebrook and Lord Littlebrook, Little Tokyo, Little Tokyo, Cowboy Lang, Sky Lolo. Now I'm going to say this. And I don't want anybody to be offended. Yes. Occasionally, they brought the little women in. Yeah. I didn't like watching yeah. that. I didn't. I felt like they should be able to work out their differences in a different way than slamming each other into the turnbuckle and giving themselves a little pile driver. But what do I know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Sky Lolo worked it out with them backstage. Maybe yeah. they had a little little love yeah. affair. If anything about the show, it was definitely educational. From Absolutely. top to bottom. From top to bottom. Go Google Sky Lolo. <laughs> but I tell you what, you know, you want to question me, I'll just say you should have been there in the Minneapolis Auditorium that night. It took your heart and it broke it in five pieces. Watching Lord Littlebrook just get tossed back and forth like a throw pillow. <laughs> Would coach have stopped it? Oh, for crying out loud. Let the little fella down. Oh, Jesus. You're going to give him a concussion. Hey, don't come after me. I'm from Torrey Pines. We handle things with a pencil, not with our fist. Did you ever hear the words to Hey Jude? <laughs> I live my life like that. No, 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 hey coach. 
Hey, coach, hey, coach, hey, coach, hey, coach. Hey. Yeah. Coach, oh, my goodness. You know what? Coach is such a sick fuck. He probably cheered for the Cowboys. <laughs> he probably cheered for who? For the two Cowboys. Hit him again. Hit him again. He cost me the daily double. He's not a jockey. <laughs> coach. Uh, I, I like it. was ever called Coach a sick fuck until right now. <laughs> <laughs> such, he's in such a sick fuck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I tell you one thing. Yeah, there were a couple times I didn't mind seeing the little fella get one in the noggin. And he had those little boots. Where do you get little laces for those little boots? I've had some tough job, but I've never had to sell the little fella little wrestling boots. What size laces are those, Dave? About seven, eight inches? <laughs> They're not the 54s that I used to get from my Chuck Taylors. I gave them a Doc's Jock Oh, my shop. God, dude. What the hell? <laughs> Scared me. Unbelievable. All right, here we go. I want to mention Alan Taylor over at TaylorMade Pools. Oh, he's a good guy, He is Dave. a good guy, Coach. I like to swim. He's a, <laughs> he's a great guy, and he can build a pool for you, Coach. You know what I do? I... Uh, you guys have talked a lot about Diana Nyad, and what I liked about Diana Nyad when she would swim, she would lather up in Vaseline to keep the jellyfish away from her. And so when I was a kid, I was so influenced by what an athlete she was that I would go out to the community pool. I do that same thing. I was only about thirteen at the time. I stood about six foot seven, <laughs> <laughs> but I still lathered myself up in Vaseline, and people would say, "Hey." That's going to clog the drain. Yeah. <laughs> then what? Did it clog the drain, coach? It might have. <laughs> Six foot seven at 13. But then I said, she's a goddamn hero. What are you? You're an old drunk in a broken down folding chair. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Taylor, Taylor made pools 20 years in San Diego. Taylor I rubber made jellyfish. I catch him to my leg. Taylor made pools has a perfect pool just for you. Call Alan. It's November right now. Don't wait till the spring. It's going to be a little too late because his phone's going to be ringing off the hook of the people that are calling him right now. He's going to be busy. The calendar's going to be packed right now. What are you waiting for? Alan Taylor, Taylor made pools. That number is 619-449-4452. I would just act like I was there, and I always would look up and hope there'd be a canoe that Bobby Addy'd be in asking me how I'm doing in my swim. But usually it was just the lifeguard saying, hey, you, move it along. <laughs> Again, Alan's number 619-449-4452. also want to mention our brand new website. Again, we're doing major changes on this. Yep. There's a new blog up there, correct? I put it up today. Good. It's funny you did because I was about to add something, but since you did, I'll add something tomorrow. Kyle Fluker, he's your guy. He can help you with the website as well. Look professional. Make your business look like you actually know what you're doing. Yeah. Kyle's your guy at 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Yeah, absolutely looks great. The new blog's up. Basically, David's a tribute to you because I don't know how many people could come in here. And tonight was much different. I don't know how many people could come in here over the last three weeks and do what you did. As we've said... Uh, just kind of what I said in the blog was no parents ever supposed to bury a child. But then on top of that, they're also not supposed to have to come in on a podcast and try to explain what it's like over yeah. the last uh, 30 days. So, yeah, I hope you'll check out the blog. It's at DaveAndJeffShow.com. While you're there, 
check out everything. You can hear the shows. The the older shows are there. We want you to go back, get caught up on those. Check out the charity pages. Man, right, uh, right now, this time of year, um, as we're kind of taking a look at different things, and a lot of you are, hey, how can we contribute? Shit, man, a few bucks in Jake's name to the Alpha Project for what they're doing for, for the homeless right now. Uh, you could go for uh, Yellow Ribbon. You can go for AFSP. Uh, all of them are there. Ronald McDonald House, Rancho Coastal Humane Society. Man, Jake loved his dog Sugar like sure. nobody else, and Sugar loved him. So you can do that. You could see all our sponsors if you want to see images for what Alan Taylor does. You want to see tailor-made pools. You want to see what Dan Tyler does. You want to see what Brian Curry does. Uh, we've got them all right there on the website. Check Perfect. it out, DaveAndJeffShow.com. And Kyle Fluger is the guy that made it happen. Dave, his cell number one more time. Kyle's cell number, 619-500-6621. Yeah, he didn't do my website. <laughs> if you look at my website, it's great. We've got all my team pictures from 19 years of Little League. <laughs> when I was there, part of arts plumbing. I'm usually pretty easy to find because everybody else. You ever seen that Andy Reid yes. uh, video? Monday Night Football? Yeah, I'd make Andy Reid look like Lord Littlebrook. <laughs> I was a tall fella. I also want to mention our good friend Brian Curry. Look, don't forget to give Brian a call. The holidays are approaching. A lot of people right now have a little bit of time off. It might be the time where you say, I'm going to look around the neighborhoods and go, what's the best time to look for that brand new house? Maybe it's time to upgrade. Maybe it's time to say, hey, you know what? We don't have as uh, much uh, room as we, we possibly needed in the past, and we have to sit there and say we're going to downsize a little bit. Brian Curry's your guy. Selling real estate all over San Diego County for the last 20 years, wins a ton of awards. He's also your guy for property management. If you need someone to manage your property, Call Brian Curry, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Well, I'll tell you why. Brian Curry's the best in San Diego. He's unmatched because if you've heard me for the last 10 months, the one thing that I said was what my dream was was to own a manufactured home along the U.S.-Mexico border, one where I could just go down, keep the windows open, relax a little bit, enjoy <laughs> some peace and quiet, some tranquility while hanging out. Listen to Freddie Fender, and all of a sudden, I got a call last night from Brian, and he said, you know what? We got to go to Plan B. And I said, Plan B? I thought we were moving to the border. Keep those windows open. Enjoy a little tranquility. Some Freddie Fender. He goes, fuck that. <laughs> They're throwing tear gas down there. So, shit. Is your, is, your, is your real estate agent looking out for you? Yes. Like mine's looking out for me? So now I'm out of the manufactured home. I'm not going down there because, remember, I said, I just want to sit on the porch. You did. And throw my fishing rod into the Tijuana River Valley, and I want to be able to catch dinner every night. Who cares if it has seven fucking heads? We're going to fire <laughs> that baby on the grill. But I know what I don't know. And when Brian Curry calls and says, fuck no, we're packing this trailer up, and we're getting the fuck out of here. We're getting the fuck out of here. So let BC do the same for you. Absolutely. And when you find that perfect house, what you're going to do, do next, you're going to call Daniel Tyler at Superior Fence Company. You can make sure you have that brand new gate right in front of the, the door, the gates yep. on the side. Those iron gates make every property look great. But in the back, you're going to want the nice wood fence that usually goes along with the association. As Jeff told you yesterday, there's so many neighborhoods where those fences Escondido. are just rotting, falling down. You did say Escondido. And falling down, they look absolutely terrible. Every job's an easy job for a superior fence company. Daniel Tyler's your guy at 760-745-4846. 
760-745-4846. Send me the best text message tonight. We're just talking about, uh, I was saying how, you know, things change a little bit. And, and I was saying that I already had a close relationship with my sons, but it feels like since October the 30th, I call them more often. I, I, you know, hug them a little tighter. My youngest son will walk in. He will, he's 11, and he'll still reach out and grab your hand. And Dan Tyler told me, he said, it's funny you mentioned that. Because he said my son would do that. And he goes, sometimes I just put my arm around him. And he said, you know, with everything that's happened to us as a family since the 30th, and he considers you family, Dave, because you know what? He fires that hand up. He goes, I grab it. Then he goes, it's no machismo bullshit. He goes, that's my little boy. That's my best friend. And he goes, if he wants it, I want it. If anybody has a problem with it, they don't. But it's, if my dad had hands like Daniel Tyler, I would not be grabbing his hand. He no. Has, he has those big, strong, like, like he has like those hamburger patty hands. He'll crush your hand. Yeah, that poor little that guy. poor little kid. He's crying on the inside. <laughs> this was a bad move, he's thinking. He's like, holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> he's not thinking that. I don't like you right now. I don't like what you're saying. Dan Tyler gave us a great father-son moment. Yes. And you just jump in I'm with, just your, saying, with sh- your bullshit. You ever shake Daniel Tyler's hand? Yes. yes. It hurts. Not, very, not a very good idea. No. You just bump fists. Uh, the thing, though, like I said, Dave, and I was excited. I'm going to bring it back to where I was going. I was going down by the border. Yes. And the one thing that I had talked to Danny talked me out of, I said, you know, I do. I want one of those walls. Down here at the border, Jesus. I want it 80 feet tall. Dan said, we're not building a goddamn wall. Get your shit together. <laughs> but now I'm out of the border. We're not doing that. We're going to move. I can't go to Coronado. They found a body on the strand today. Is I guess right? technically that's IB. It's probably probably my uncle. Fell off the guiding Navy ship. Holy shit, he rolled in. <laughs> rolled in. <laughs> but God you bless happy? him. Nobody ever turned that fucking boat around. You happy? <laughs> we found him. Yeah, 75 years later. Thanks. Yeah. And he was not singing Anchors Away, I'll tell you that. What the hell? You know, the last thing he said was, I should have joined the Army. That's Uh, what he fucking said, is that boat disappeared in the sunset. You know, Dave's uncle was a hero. I'm glad you two find it that it's open mic night at Lestat's. I don't know what the fuck you mean about building an 80-foot wall around your house. There's people that lives are impacted by that. And goddamn me and Tony Gwynn Jr. are doing quality <laughs> shows every day. We have four people listening. Be really nice if you guys just one time. Remember what the great Michelle Obama, what a beautiful lady, said. When they go low, we go high. You fucking guys. They go low, you go, well, we're going to go lower. Get it together, <laughs> David. Do you think my uncle's on the World War II Memorial in Washington, D.C.? Yes. For falling off the boat? Oh, my God. Ah. Yeah, it's like still a hero. <laughs> it's like that scene in was it Curb? Curb your that enthusiasm. That he died nine right? eleven. Yeah, but he died in Brooklyn on a bike. Yeah, he got hit. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like. Oh, I'm not even acknowledging this any further. We're gonna be back tomorrow. Ah, uh, hey, it's been a rough month. We said some things last night. We didn't mean it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, good don't morning. forget. Good morning. <laughs> Uh, don't forget, Dave Shelley and Shane. Well, poor Shelley's not even there. Yeah. She's she, probably thinking the show went to shit when she left. Uh, she'd be right. Yeah. And she's like, look, I was the most important one on that show. You guys all thought it was Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great show. They just got to be better. 
They just got to be better. And anybody, uh, nobody will, anybody in that building that's like, oh, come on. Come on. Bullshit. That bit's tired. Yes. Retire that fucking bit. Okay? Why don't you do War of the Roses over there? You still have, Can we still get Grandma to say boner? Isn't <laughs> that your other big bit? Back. Yeah, fuck. Uh, all right. What else you got? You got anything That's else? That's it. I'm done. All right. We're getting the fuck out of here. All right. I feel like we've done enough damage for one night. Uh, you can follow we've us. We've done a lot of damage. Yeah. There wasn't anything positive about tonight's show. Uh, congratulations to the Chargers. Since all of you want some Charger news, uh, Alex Spanos passed away when? Oh, about six Hang weeks on. ago. About Let me six see. Weeks ago. I can tell you. When were they last home, Dave? When was the last home? <clears throat> well, they're home a week ago. They're home on the 18th, and they were home yesterday on the 25th. All right. And so, then before that, they weren't home till like October 7th or something when they took on the Raiders, I think. So Alex Spanos. Put it this way. They played the Raiders and then played the Raiders again before they came home. Yeah. Because they played the Titans in London. So today is, what's the date today? The 26th. 26th. So Alex Spanos passed away on October the 9th. Tuesday, October the 9th. The Chargers were gone for about six weeks. Yeah. They came back last Sunday. If you looked at the Charger game program from the game last weekend in which they lost to Denver, on page three of the program, there was a tribute to late Alex Spanos. That's nice. Very nice. If you went two pages further up in the program, there was a biography of Alex Spanos where they talked about him in the present tense. Oh, boy. And how he enjoyed spending time with his grandchildren. Again, they only had six fucking weeks to put it together. Yeah. I mean, you ever worked under a deadline? <laughs> they turned it into a weekend at Alex's. Yeah. Yeah. They only went to bed 42 fucking nights before they had to, you know, cut the ribbon on those and turn them loose. Holy shit. Everybody breathe. Give them a break. Well, credit to the Chargers. Yeah. For somebody in that organization actually reading the program and going, what the fuck is this? <laughs> somebody. Yeah, they got it fixed for this one as you look at the game program. But the Bronco program was just another in so many things that that organization has done wrong. Be happy that they even have a program. When's the last time the Padres had a program? Padres don't. Yes. The Padres are blowing it, and I I don't know if you're joking. It's a no, huge, no, I, no. And I was tongue-in-cheek, but I was serious. It's a huge fail by the Padres because as a parent, I'll tell you that my kids want to put a face to the players. Yeah. And Dave goes up and covers the Charger game, brings these back, and I bring them to my sons because they like to put a face to who the players are for both the Chargers and, and the Charger girls and the Charger girls or the Cardinals or the Broncos yeah. or anybody else. And the Padres, I have no idea what the thinking is down there. No idea. What year is the last year the Padres had a Fuck, program? They haven't done one in four years, I yeah. bet. Yeah. I don't know. So there's no scorecards, anything like that? That I huh? don't know. I mean, you might still be able to get that, but like, yeah. To me, it's a huge swing and a miss. It wow. really is. It's a swing and a miss. And people like it. Dodgers, you walk in, you get a free one. Yeah, that's true. And it's it's loaded up and it articles and, and it's cool shit. And yeah. I'm not a Dodger fan. You. The Padres are blowing out on this one. Yeah, the Angels do one. At least last time I was at yeah. the Big A, they had it. You're right. The Giants do. Holy shit, Dave. If you go to Paris News... And this should be embarrassing if you're the Padres organization, but they don't pay attention to any of this shit. <laughs> right? I mean, he's still got fucking Rich Herrera involved. So that shows you how much they pay attention to anything 
involving their product. I don't think Rich is involved at all with the Padres. Rich, from what I understand, is completely has nothing to do with Padre Radio anymore. Well, what's he doing now? He's assistant PD. Rich took the fall for what happened with uh, that was it Kevin Klein? Is that his name? The guy yeah. that did the bridge thing? Yeah. Yeah, they had him take the fall for that. So he has nothing to do with the Padres. The Padres wanted nothing to do with Rich after that. God. Yeah. I mean, that's a hell of a bullet to take for something you didn't do. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. He probably, I, I have no idea. Was he involved or not? No. No, he wasn't involved. Oh, okay. But they, they for some reason, they had him take the bullet from what I was told. Well, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. So, I mean, here's, I mean, I don't, I don't know Rich Herrera, but again, he came all the way out here, thought he was going to the Padre pre and post game. But guy. he basically got promoted. He's assistant PD. Yeah, I don't know what it pays. Dude, it probably pays the same as what he got. But here's he, the fucking thing. Maybe he's working five days a week instead of seven and selling advertising. That's the funny thing about that job is a lot of people are saying if Josh Lewin came out here, is he going to hit the streets and sell advertising? So there's no fucking way Josh Lewin's selling no. advertising. No. Nobody in their right mind is going to have Rich Herrera fucking coach you on how to do a show. And it should tell you how horse shit Rich Herrera is in the PD that I told you they had that fucking kid screeching during the high school football playoffs. It was atrocious. I love Tony Gwynn Jr. and I love Ello. Uh, I really do. I you love sure it wasn't guys. Rich Herrera doing the game? No, you would know because Rich is, yeah, Rich is uh, Ronnie Radio. I'm glad you brought this up because, man, I would have completely forgot. Well, hang on. Let me just finish by saying the Padres should be embarrassed because if you go to the newsstand at 30th and, and University – you can buy the Yays magazine. You can buy the Dodgers magazine. You can buy the San Francisco Giants magazine, but you can't buy anything for your own fucking team. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, yeah that's bad. Well, all, all right, right, go ahead. So your boy Ted Leitner. Okay. Did you see Ted's comment today on Twitter? No. Said that he apologizes because he called the, the field goal that would have tied the game or would have won the game as good on radio. Okay. And he apologized. And my eyes aren't what they used to be. My, you know, sorry, my apologies. I, I can do a better job. Is that dangerous to put that out on Twitter? Well, I'll tell but you I mean what, that knowing that Josh Lewin is looking for a job to say that I can't see. Yeah. Ted, you need to get your shit. <laughs> That's exactly. Let's be no, honest. No. Why would you sit there and admit that you can't see? Because he's a pro. He's a pro's pro. How about nobody paid attention? It was right. fucking standing to say football. Nobody knew. That Who was heard? a tree in the forest. God, no and shit. And you just pointed it out. So if you're the Padres, you're like, we got this guy from who's 162. The, who's the fucking, uh, who's the media guy over there? What's that fucking nitwit's name? Dude, I have no idea. You know the guy. <laughs> hey, Dave. How are you? It's great to see you again, Dave. How you guys been? You back again. Mike May. Mike. Oh, I thought you meant with the Padres. I didn't know who the Padre guy was. I knew it was Mike May. Yeah. Nobody's who's the Padres PR guy? Do you even know? Ah, uh, shit. Is it still Roger Riley? <laughs> Is Mike Swanson still there? Mike Swanee. Is Swanee still there? Uh, I couldn't even tell yeah. you. Yeah. How about that shit? Couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you who the Charger guy is. Couldn't tell you anything. But, no. Ted, somebody needs to run Ted's social media. Because I guarantee you nobody. What time did that game end? That's the game? Yeah, 10 like o'clock. 11.45. Who knows? <laughs> 1230. Yeah. Poor fucking Ted. Ted doesn't need that bullshit. Let him up for air. Yeah, he's not going. Maybe we can get Fricky back. <laughs> Fricky's hosting mornings in Atlanta. Ah, fuck. What's Jim Stone doing? Of no, Jim Stone, I think, is retired. Like in Missouri. Retired from what? 
That's class. I have no idea. Yeah. Ted, you're fine. Don't have to apologize for shit. Nothing. Uh, so that's Dude, it. I cannot find the PR. What's the I'm looking right the now Lewin for the PR guy. I don't have an update on Lewin. It's still, there's no word right now on Lewin. Everybody's staying quiet. I think Lewin, here's my prediction, uh or here's my guess of what happened, is that Lewin had the job. The Padres didn't have a chance to tell Ted and prepare everybody what's going on because I think Ted was in Hawaii or whatever. Or not in Hawaii. He was on the road with Essex and Fresno and had no idea what the hell was about to happen. No, Ted was in Hawaii for the Maui Classic. Oh, that's right. He was in Hawaii for the Maui Classic. That They didn't have a chance to go over things with Ted and say this is the future, and they're probably embarrassed. And because they jumped the gun a little bit with the New York Post or whatever the story leaked, it doesn't sound like it was Lewin that exactly leaked it. It sounds like it was his radio station that leaked it. Don't you think Ooh, it sounds 97. like... 97.3? No, it sounds like Chernoff leaked it back in New York. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like Chernoff leaked it with connections to Intercom and everything else. That's oh, just, wow. That's just, it kind of sounds like things just went bad. Uh, That sucks. So we- I don't know what happens with Lewin. Everyone knows, look, he's probably the best guy for the job. Right, I mean, Lewin does an outstanding than a fucking job. Pre and post game guy, he is. For whatever reason, they wanted him off that Mets broadcast. He was incredibly popular back there. Did a great job. I'm telling you, he's better on football than he is baseball, and he's a hell of a baseball guy. Heard him again doing UCLA football. So fucking outstanding, uh, and he's just a solid dude, man. I hope it all works out. I will say this: you and I were ready to call out the Padres. For saying, hey, we don't have a deal in place. Well, the pot's in line. No. Like, we're waiting to go, okay, if this thing gets announced in two days, then we're going to be heated up. But it's been nine days since then. They haven't, nothing happened. So maybe they don't. Uh, I don't know. I hope it works out, man. I really do. But you got a good booth already with Agler and Ted and Orsillo and Mud. And I just, I don't see how many at-bats you're going to get. Orsillo's going to be there doing his shit. Who filled in? Orsillo, when Orsillo was off, Agler would move over to TV, right? And then Junior would come in and do some radio with Ted. Isn't yeah. that how it usually works? Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck, man. There's just not that many reps. But at this point, Dave, holidays, a lot of those baseball jobs are filled. Absolutely and, and right. Josh wants to get back out here. I hope it works out for him. All right. Is the m- m- media relations guy for the Padres, is it Darren Feeney? Craig Hugner? I don't know who the hell it is. I don't know who the guy is. I have no idea. Danny Sanchez? What? <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just hey. reading the names. I don't know any of these names. I know Bill Johnson, but that's not his job over here no. with the Padres. But you know what? I wanted to acknowledge one thing, and I'm glad you brought it up. We talked about Chargers. Uh, remember yesterday when you were sharing the story about Mike, the equipment guy? Yes. I met Mike last year when I, I thought about it last night driving home. Sitting with Sean Walcheff, came over and brought my sons each one of those Gatorade game towels. That's, That's exactly right. who it is. That's cool. Fucking good dude, man. Mike, if you're listening, I'm sorry I didn't think of it last night, but driving home, I appreciate everybody who listens to this show. I really do, because we tell you the truth. Sometimes people don't want to hear it. But we don't really give a shit. We know you like it, you sick bastard. Sick bastard. That's why you listen. And hey, you know what? Lord Littlebrook, wherever you are, I'm thinking about you, buddy. It was terrible. I liked it. You should have thrown him about four or five more times and then taken his little ass, thrown it about 17 rows back. The ring's for big, full-grown guys like me. Big John Stun, Haystacks, Calhoun. <laughs>
not for a guy that you can get him and 75 of his cousins in a VW bug. It's not the sport. Give me a break. What did they tell that guy when they said, look, we're going to get you in, okay, and so, your new name is Lord Littlebrook? Yeah, because you're going to be English royalty. <laughs> well, I like that. All right. Well, good. Uh, so we've got the match worked out. Okay. Now, Bobby's going to throw you the blackjack. <laughs> blackjack's going to headbutt you. Whoa. It's a lot bigger than me. <laughs> All right. And then what happens? I go down. Well, no. He's going to throw you back to Bobby. Whoa. It's a lot throwing me around. <laughs> I had fish and chips for dinner. <laughs> and then Bobby's going to headbutt you. God dang. Two? Well, <gasps> uh, two or ten. We haven't quite worked out the numbers yet. But the crowd's going to go crazy. It's going to get heat. I don't like it at all. Little fellow should be riding a unicycle <laughs> down at SeaWorld juggling bowling pins. Should not be in the ring of combat. That's where Ernie Big Cat Lad <laughs> yes. does his work. <laughs> not this guy. Fucking guy should be in a car seat. Jesus Christ. All right, are you done? Are you done? Yeah. You done insulting the military? <laughs> I'm done saying they leave guys behind? Telling jokes about your poor uncle? I'm going to go home and listen to Anchors Away and drink and cry. <laughs> drink and cry. All right. We'll All see right. You we'll see you next Sunday. So let